0: Too. damn you chase legler i just want to say one thing too to all of our fans and and customers for for all the support and love that you do show us it it means a lot
1: I think the too long, didn't read version of what Luke just went on was that. Just our way to say that, that we love you guys and we appreciate what everyone's going through. And, uh, you know, we're, we're all in this together.
0: So I was gonna say, this feels like a really good point to announce that we're starting season three. Sure. But the intro still says season, season two. <laughs> I'm just waiting
1: for like the perpetual hiatus that we go on. To start season three. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs>
0: That's fair. I mean, or maybe we'll just spring it on everyone and right with no rhyme or reason. What it'll if just actually? Be season three.
1: I'm probably due for a uh, uh, an intro refresh. Yeah. So if I do an intro refresh, we'll start season three. That sounds great. <laughs> so this is
0: season two and three quarters. Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: Very Harry we're, Potter we're, of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're on the we're on the back end of it. <laughs>
0: Um, episode 49 I looked
1: because I didn't want to be wrong Ooh, nice yeah. episode 49 I didn't know it off the top of my head which I'm disappointed in myself but it's the first one of the new year so yeah that yeah I've <laughs> drank since our last one so <laughs> you
0: you have <laughs> uh you are um season or episode season 50 goodness <laughs> episode 50 feels like a good way to end season two okay yeah I I'm, I'm in on that. And then we can, you know, then we'll 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 start with no rhyme or reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really the seasons bear nothing towards the content. Nope, simply not.
1: <laughs> Just we're still here. But sure. season 2's been a good one. It it has is, been it's
0: good. it's been a a good way to kind of branch into what the podcast is becoming, which uh is not so much a story per episode about a beer or a person, but a blend of both in each episode.
1: Yeah. And I like that it's been more, uh, like conversational and not like super directed because I I was always concerned with like the last format that like, what if we, what if the podcast isn't about a beer that you enjoy, you would be, you would feel less inclined to listen or at least I would, you know? Yep. Um, but now with this like new format, we pretty much just bring someone on to hang out, and you know if we have a specific thing going on, we'll you know specific like we have the family tradition episode, which was you know we got a couple people on, we were pretty specific with that, and like the brew dog one as well. But I think pretty much besides that, everything's just been us hanging out, talking to
0: people and beer, and it's not bad. And it's more about how the people, the people's stories intertwine with our beer, mm-hmm. right, and less about the story just behind each beer, the stories behind our beer come out naturally. Right. Right. And, and, and especially depending on who our particular guests are in a given week. Right. Um, and, I, and we got a doozy this week. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Um, we are here with uh, um, my fellow Taco Bell lover.
2: Absolutely. Um,
0: <laughs> and we're getting the Taco Bell talk out early this episode, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's just, I just feel like, first of all, we really dropped the boat. Drop the boat <laughs> or drop the ball. Man, dropping a boat would be a hell of a story, wouldn't it? It seems a bit more uh, <laughs> consequential. Oh, man. Ooh, I, I'm, this is only my first beer also. we uh, in for a good one.
1: Yeah. yeah um,
0: I'll let you know if I ever uh, intentionally or unintentionally <laughs> drop a boat. All right. oh. <laughs> but we dropped uh, the ball by not um, redeeming our Taco Bell gift card oh, with fuck. my resident... We Taco up. Bell lover here. I think, I
1: think we, need to, we need to christen the gift card because I think I'm still convinced it's going to be like three meals for all of us. No with way. With
0: Sean. There's absolutely <laughs> no way. I'm cool with, with using it with Sean as well. Yeah. But there is no shot. First of all, we, we probably should get Chase and Chad involved as well. Yeah, and some, yeah. some folks that, that have been a part of the Yeah, podcast. Chase is
1: going to be real mad at us if he isn't included.
0: Uh, I'll tell you this much right now. I can promise you. I can promise you that if necessary... You and I alone could house sixty dollars worth of Taco Bell. No what's way. what's the gift card?
1: What's the I gift could. card? It's seventy five dollars.
0: Seventy five. Two of us could do that.
1: No way. I'm For serious. sure, he and I could.
0: I'm serious. Jess and I could do that.
1: I feel gross after my eight dollar Taco not, Bell order. Listen, I'm not telling you <laughs> that he I'm spend gonna like dollars. <laughs> he spends twelve per trip. How much I
2: do know. you spend? I don't want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was there recently. Um, yeah,
1: you were supposed to do some research on like how much your bill is every time.
0: Yeah, uh, the last time I was there, it was twelve dollars and thirty five cents. Okay, and I ate all of the food. That's fair. Uh, it's it's. I'm telling you, your dollar doesn't go as far. It's not. It's not your grandpa's Taco it's, it's Bell anymore. It's not the Taco Bell of old. It's not. It, your dollar doesn't go as far anymore. Because here's the thing. Yeah, if you want to go, inflation's smash, brutal, dude. <laughs> no Taco Bell knows what they've got. Here's the thing, right? Very few, actually, I would go so far as to say no fast food restaurant markets their new products like Taco Bell.
2: Mm -mm. I mean, they're doing like like
0: horror films for the the nacho fries. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm saying, right? (laughs) It was like
2: a movie theater commercial. I was like, what are we watching? (laughs) What's this movie? Yeah, then they call it like The Craving? And I'm
0: like, all of a sudden, I'm craving Taco Bell, (laughs) particularly nacho fries. Did he tell you that That I text him one night? No. She did.
2: I thought I was behind him in the drive-thru. <laughs> and I was like, hey, it's like 11.15. Did you just order Taco Bell? <laughs> he was like, no, but no, I should get Taco Bell. Yeah. Like,
0: and oh, hey, oh, guess man. what? I door Taco Bell that evening. That's a fact. <laughs> you t-
1: you t- we need free Taco Bell. You, you two falling into the same Taco Bell line at 11 o'clock at God knows what day is, like, Tuesday. is not shocking. Yeah, the day doesn't matter to me. Like, yeah, you, you can tell what? me it's after my bar shift. You, you can tell me it's Friday, you can tell me it's Tuesday. I was
0: <laughs> disappointed that it actually wasn't me. Cuz how epic <laughs> would that have been yeah, if I been like yeah, that's me. Why don't you just hop out? We'll eat on the tailgate yeah, real quick. You guys I was, we'll have a couple taco tacos on the tailgate.
2: I'm glad I didn't honk. I almost did. Like that, waving. That probably
1: would have been good for both of your mental healths too, because then you could have like pulled off and like ate Taco Bell with someone else. Absolutely. Instead of exactly. by yourself.
0: Oh, hey, I can tell you, I'm past the point of feeling shame when I ate it on my own, but it took me about seven or eight months to get there. I love that about you. <laughs> <laughs> a good journey. <laughs> the worst, though, is when I eat it while driving because I don't wait. Oh, see, right? I, don't,
1: I specifically don't do that with Taco Bell because I've tried a couple times and it's just a disaster.
0: Well, listen, every single time, the same amount of cheese and lettuce <laughs> ends up in the same spot right on my pants.
2: So and I, I, I have a whole, like, routine.
0: I'm not shocked about yeah, this. this I order
2: shocked. a parking lot taco. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, my God. You have a name for it. Listen, <laughs> and I eat it before I leave the parking lot. I have one taco that I can eat while I'm driving so that it doesn't spill all over me. And then I have two more that I eat (laughs) when I get home. (laughs) So listen. (laughs) It's if, so good. If, if this
1: podcast was on video, you would, you would see me attempting to get up and leave this podcast. I I'm, think I've had enough. We're eight minutes in. We haven't even said that Jess Green is the person on this podcast.
2: I think anybody that knows me you, knows you, it's you, me by now. You
1: introduced her as, like, your Taco Bell friend, and then we've just been talking about Taco Bell for the first ten minutes True. of podcast. To say... Jess Green, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Taproom director <laughs> uh, and, and known Taco Bell fan, and <laughs>
0: since been with us since literally day one. Yeah, so was behind the bar on our very first investor shift.
1: Did you know that I was in Paycor the other day? It tells you what number employee you are.
0: That's pretty dope.
1: Mm-hmm. By hire date,
0: so but you're I- saying you go in. So you go in, you log into your pay. P- your pay core to mm-hmm. check out all your information. Yeah, because it I did tells it so, you what higher number you were.
1: It said I'm number thirty five, which sound which sounded right in my head. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Once you once you add team member like mm-hmm. front of house team members. Yeah, and- yeah,
1: like the original. Brewing guys, yeah. and then all the, because we had to hire a large part of our bartenders have been here since day one as well. Yeah. So that that number made sense in my head. Don't take this as gospel, but I'm pretty, pretty sure cool, that's what though. it is. Yeah. You should go and see, because in theory, you'd be like she'd 10, be, or, 10 be, or less. No, I
0: think no, I'm, no. No. She'd be like three or four.
2: I'd be top. Well, well I think I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it has you four in it.
0: No, we're not in there. No, the the four owners, because we're not, we're not W-2 salaried employees.
1: But even with like uh, benefits and whatnot? Mm-mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So then I'm probably not 35. Well, yeah, yeah. like less you guys, yeah. 35. Yeah. See, that number seems too high now then. Because I came on board in but February. Think, think
0: about how many, but think about how many, I mean, we started, I mean, we, we were.
1: We've only had like a handful of team members leave.
0: I don't know. That would be a Maggie question.
1: Yeah, I'll ask her after this. We'll but it said it 35, which sounded right in my head. Yeah. But Jess, yeah, Jess has got to be. One of our first five employees, minus because yeah. Luke was first, and then you four owners, and then
0: Andy, yeah, yeah um, there were and Jess Jess came on right about the same time. we pretty much batched in. Um, Daniel was a part of bringing on our front of house team, and we brought mm-hmm. on basically six, six or seven people. Right at the same, right time. at the same time. Andrew yeah. was a part of that. Yep. Because um, yeah, so Andrew
1: he, was behind the bar before he was he w- selling beer, right?
2: Yeah. 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 The first night that we opened, it was Andrew O'Brien, um, Andy, myself, and Tim.
1: To the public? Poor, or um, uh,
2: the first two and a half weeks that we were open, gotcha. and then we brought on bartenders.
1: Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I was there for the soft openings, helping Jen out. Uh, I remember Andrew pouring beer, but I didn't remember. I guess that makes sense now because when I think back on it, it was like Andy, Daniel, and uh, Andrew pouring beer pretty mm-hmm. much that whole yep. first weekend. Yep. And, and it Jess. was such
2: a weird thing because they're all like six four, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> yeah. every single yeah. All one three of, them. of those guys, are... and then I'm just like five two. Yeah. yeah, I am.
1: They're all like skinny as a rail too. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I remember the first time I met you. You walked in for that shift. Yeah and Daniel introduced us, and I, I I very vividly remember this, which now just, it matches up and lines up so perfectly with your personality and the relationship that you and I have, but I remember um, you, so poured a glass, and you sprayed it with the with the water bottle, the squirt thing that we still do, and, and it's sanitary, and it's, mm-hmm. there's a reason that we do it, right? And I was like, I don't like that. (laughs) And I literally told her that. And she goes, well, I'm sorry, but I think we should do it. It makes sense. And I was like, yes, I love uh, that. I'm sorry. What? Who are you? (laughs) And then (laughs) I was just like, I, I walked away and I was like, I remember, I remember telling Daniel, I was like, She's assertive. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just...
1: It, it's it, funny that it stuff like out. that garners respect when you're on a good team, right? Right, for sure. Because I think like 90% of people would have been like, oh, God, the president of the company just told me not to do this. And then... But Jess Green, our taproom director... Is a fantastic employee and like gave you reason why it, we yeah. should be doing it and it works it makes sense
0: yeah and, and I knew her experience and and listen it, I'm very much a proponent of I'm not going to step into somebody else's lane right and it was more so just I was just like uncomfortable and I I'm like I don't <laughs> I don't think I like this <laughs> but I don't know what to do with my hands here so I'm going to walk away and I was I was I mean. I mean, it, what? An, I mean, it was such an emotional day, anyway. Yeah. That I was, and the fact that you just like had the backbone to say that, I was just like, I'm not fighting this. <laughs> you, you squirt that glass all you want with that water <laughs> bottle, there, Jess. That's it. <laughs> um. So then, so yeah. You, so we talked about you've been with us since day one. You've you've kind of gone through a myriad of responsibilities and different roles here. Um. You started, as, as we talked about, uh, behind the bar. Um, talk a little bit about what your background was in beer that got you to Sonder.
2: Uh, so, oddly enough, I actually did not have a service industry job until I was in my very late 20s. Um, and I started at Keystone in Hyde Park. Um, the your buyer and manager at the time was super into craft beer, and you're only 27 now, so it's amazing. <laughs> 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 Touche. Yeah, yeah I don't know why you aged yourself like that. You didn't have to. Fair do enough. That. <laughs> I think I'm older than most of the owners, to be no, honest. Oh no, no, yeah.
0: no, no. Yeah.
2: I yeah, I am. Yeah, i am. Okay. I'm literally not older than Jen, and that's the only one.
0: Okay, older than older than it's like less than three or four years. We're all in the same age group. Yeah.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We I, check off the same box on surveys. I'd argue yes. pretty much this whole company
1: Agreed. Is, is in like the same age range. I would Agreed. agree with that. You know?
2: Absolutely. Um,
0: Sorry, I interrupted th- no, you. Fine. So you started so, at Keystone. Keystone. I love Keystone, uh, by the way.
2: I really, I really really enjoyed my time there. Um, the beer buyer was awesome. Uh, the GM really let me take a lead on a lot of things that I didn't think that I was going to as a server. Um, learned real quick that if you can upsell somebody to a local craft beer at the time, mostly Rheingeist and Madtree and a little bit of Braxton. So um, what,
0: what, uh, sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to, now I'm going to age you, but you did this to yourself. Yeah. So you mentioned Rheingeist and Madtree. So what time frame was this? Uh,
2: 2013, 14,
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Rheingeist was really only getting started at that point. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, Ryan and Geist and Matry both started in twenty thirteen. What we were doing is I we believe. were replacing the Guinness Nitro line with uh, Braxton's Dead Storm or whatever. That's, was that's it pretty dead cool. Dead blow, uh, dead. blow.
0: What Storm. Was it Braxton's Storm? Is their what cream ale? The,
2: what was their was Dead Blow one? I don't know.
0: Who are you? Uh,
2: no, it was a Braxton beer. Braxton
0: Braxton Storm. Was their cream ale, I believe. Yeah, but I can't there
2: imagine was another, that's another nitro beer. I think dead, dead
0: Blow was a porter, I believe, or something okay. like that. We stout. had something
2: on. Yep. That we that was local that we replaced with, which was really nice. But porter or stout man, something yeah. like that. My, I was selling the shit out of beer because I was selling all the craft beer. Yeah, were, sure you, were you
0: into craft
2: beer? I had just gotten into craft beer, um, really, really recently. Uh,
0: so, it's not like this is something that's uh, born and bred into your blood. Like, you. you not really. You took an interest in, in craft beer.
2: Yes, very much so. Um, and Keystone really gave me a lot of leverage with that. Um, quickly became a shift lead, quickly did a lot of the education stuff um, as far as like upselling and focusing on the local craft beer and how much that changes as opposed to selling somebody a picture of a domestic beer. Um, they have a really good education program, so anytime that they offered that within the company, I jumped on it, and, you know, I didn't want to serve, it was just a part-time gig, I was doing something else full-time at the time, and uh, just kind of dove in on that, and the education piece really kind of elevated where I felt like I wanted to be and what my passion was, and then I ended up, luckily, at Brink, Um, super weird happenstance thing, was part of the girls' pine out group, because I wanted to be involved in craft beer, so I joined this National group, but Cincinnati has a chapter, and um, went to a meetup at the Lucky Turtle and met Sarah McGarry, who um, was one of the owners at the time of Brink as they were still opening it. She was like, you know, we had a long conversation, just very candidly. She was like, send me an email if you want to, you know, with your resume if you want, and maybe we'll get you a job, and I showed up there day one as well. Walked in, they were like, do you know how to do this, 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 and this? And I'm like, "Uh, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, they, they were like, I was the mid shift during their opening and literally walked in. They were like, all right, you just step in wherever you want to step in and feel comfortable. Go with it. And the rest is history. And
0: yeah. you were there for two years?
2: Literally up until two weeks before I started here.
0: So that, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to do them the, yep. the so quick math. I, I so. think
2: that I, yeah, Brink opened 2000. I'm not, I'm not 100 There's like I a five-year time frame that's really blurry as far as that goes. It feels like we opened Because in you drank a lot of craft beer. <laughs> probably. Or I'm just having a lot of fun and time flies. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that as well. Right.
0: Um, but yes. So you were, so you were there for two years. Then we were, um, you were um, kind of introduced to us through a mutual friend. Yes. Who, um,
2: and I loved being at Brink, um, you know. I absolutely loved it. I still love going to their tap absolutely. room. They have great beer. Um, it was just a growth, a personal growth thing for me where, you know, there were part-time availabilities and I, you know, wanted to step away from my day job and make something career oriented out of what my pa- my new passion was. That's awesome.
0: And so you started here, you started right away bartending, um, basically taking as much shifts, as many shifts as we could get you, Yep. Um, which quickly led into you were still doing something else. Uh, as a means for a career at that time. Um, and quickly you, geez, I think it was probably, what, six months, eight months later, you were full-time here.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, as an assistant taproom manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had very high aspirations, um, still do, still feel like you're a part of that, um, to launch you into um, a beer education program. mm mm-hmm. um, because of your background, your interests, your knowledge. Um, and just as an organization, we were probably a little premature on that. Um, I think, I it's think.
2: A difficult thing to dive into.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we were still, are still, were still, whatever pretense you want to use there, uh, growing rapidly um, and had a need back on the bar. Yes. Um, and felt like... Uh, you not only were the best person to fill that that need at the time, but also you were interested in it, and that led us to uh, really, really led us into what would a few short weeks later be the shutdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. So, so <laughs> Jess goes from you talk about Just again get PTSD. <laughs> again, you go you go to you talk about a roller coaster of emotions, right? So most most of 2019. Um, we were kind of in and out of you being behind the bar, but also really learning the education of beer and, and taking on that role.
2: And I think there's a lot as a company to say for somebody to be a middle liaison between all of for sure. the departments. Um, Everybody speaking the same language, you know, and whatever that ever transforms into, you know, we'll we'll see, we'll grow it.
0: And for me, um, Chris Shields uh, is a, a mutual fantastic. friend you and I have at Rheingeist. Um, what he was able to do at Rheingeist in a in a similar role Absolutely. to what that vision was uh, of beer education, uh, very much as what um, I, was, I was envisioning with you and I and having that discussion. Um, again, I just think as opportunity came, it was an opportunity for you to kind of take another step up, roll into... Um, a management role for us. Yep. And um, again, I, I believe, I'm not 100% certain, I believe that was somewhere around like October, November. Um, and then by the first or second week of March, we quickly saw the shutdown yep. coming. Yeah. Well, and, and I've
2: always been clear, even with education roles, even with you know, anything that I can grow with as a company, I've always been very clear. My passion is also to speak to the public about beer. I mm-hmm. love that. I love the interaction with customers. Um, I love somebody that walks in and says that they like a certain style of beer and knowing enough about that process to educate them and to change them from being a domestic consumer to picking up an eight ninety six-pack of Voss when they go out somewhere. And, you know, I think there's a lot of value to that, and I really I enjoy it. I don't ever want to let go of it. I don't want to bartend my whole life, but, man, I really love that.
1: It's it's funny you talk about, um, you know, selling of beer. For whatever reason, before I started here, I never thought about bartending as selling, but it absolutely is. For sure. Like the, the taproom staff is so integral in our brand and who we are as people because they're in front of our taproom customers every single day, selling them beer, interacting with them, you know, I, I learned so much just hanging out in the tap room because you see customers come up and, you know, ask questions about, like, hey, can I get a wheat beer? You know, it's like, all right, we have X amount of wheat beers. This is what this tastes like. Or, you know, what's your top selling beer? What's your lightest beer? And, you know, the way that customers interact with our tap room staff is so impressive because I feel like they're so prepared for all the questions that come. I think a lot of that comes with reps, right? Like if you've been bartending at a certain place, you kind of get a handle on the clientele and the typical questions you're going to get. But it's so impressive to me to always just see how great our taproom staff like knows our tap list, knows who we are, and knows what we're trying to do. And I think a lot of that comes from the top down of our taproom staff.
0: For sure. And in, in our front of house, our, our tap room is our first line of defense, right? Yeah defense being a a loose term there, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have somebody who comes in who's never been here before, or maybe they've been here before, but it was a year ago and we've changed or our beers have changed, some of them, uh, how our team behind the bar interacts with them is largely going to impact, A, whether they come back, B, whether they drink our beer outside of here, or see whether they stick around for two or three
1: or four beers Absolutely. instead of one. Whether Ooh. they follow us on social media. That's whether, right. It's whether a they, big deal. Whether they tell us about their friends. Yeah, the, the taproom staff is so integral to this company, to your point, because they're essentially setting the culture to our outside customers. Like, they come in here and get a feel, and if they have a good experience, they're going to come back, they're going to talk to their friends about us, they're going to follow us on social media. That's why... I enjoy that, you know, our process and our feeling on having a safe environment in all of this is so important. I think we're kind of reaping the benefits a little bit now because when we first opened up, people did feel like they could come here and have a beer safely, Mm -hmm. and now they're coming back, and they're going to other places and not feeling that way. And, you know, we're never going to be able to conceptualize the benefits of that, but it's apparent, you know, in our numbers every single day that... You know, and I I see it on social all the time, you know, and I'm the one that's seeing all of our Google reviews, our Yelp reviews, our Facebook recommendations, and, you know, we've gone three, four X times the amount of reviews that we've been getting, like, shut down, like, pre and post, and, you know, almost every single review has to do with the fact that they came here, felt like they had to save time, and enjoyed themselves. So, you know, we were getting, you know say we were getting 10 reviews on all of our platforms like pre the shutdown, it's probably 40 or 50, you know, Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And it's so heavily driven on the fact that people feel like they can come here and have a safe time, and that's so great.
2: And the taproom staff, and they do an excellent job with that cohesive part of, you know, that I talked about the middleman training before, but knowing that like, hey, you're the first this is your first time oh hey we have a podcast hey this is what all of our series mean um hey you know these are the beers that we have available hey our tap room list is always updated on our website Mm -hmm. you can guarantee that like that's a lot for us to lean on to be able to tell people because you know I've had people come in and oh man I checked that somewhere and saw thought that you had it hey next time check our check our website see that everything's updated. You can get that before you get here. We do home delivery. We do, you know, we have all of these things. Hey, oh, you're from Dayton, Kentucky, and you just stopped in today, and it's hard for you to drive all the way up here, and you had a great time. We have beer available downtown. Oh, hey, you're from, you know, up north. If you don't want to drive all the way to Mason, we've got stuff in Dayton, you know, north Dayton. Like, it's fun to have those conversations, to know those things, Taproom staff does a really good job of crossing over with all of those things. Um, you know, I had an experience a couple of weeks ago that was a lot of fun. There was a woman that was there with her girlfriend, and she ordered the polka polka mm-hmm. immediately, not knowing anything else about that beer. Quoted Home Alone, <laughs> nice. didn't even see the package. Beer, love
1: that. Nice.
2: Um, quoted it. I had. I was pouring their beer while that happened. I overheard her. I turned around and I was like, Hey, by the way. I was like, it absolutely is. And it was, you know, formally known as and all these things. And we had a big discussion on it. And I told her about the podcast. And I was like, hey, you know, we've got a whole slew of podcasts that talk about our beers, how cool that is. She got a kick out of it. Same thing happened with Puffy Coat one time. She was like, this woman tried a handful of four-ounce pours, then had Puffy Coat, drank Puffy Coat the rest of the night in a full pour that she was here. And she was talking to her husband while I was pouring another beer. And she was like, man, I wonder what that name is for. Like, they've got all these, like, cool names of beers. And I turned around and I was like, this is a fun story. I was like, also, we've got all the podcasts for things. And right. then I told her the story and about, you know, the Puffy Coat Envy. and um, <laughs> It's real. It is so real. It's I real. feel it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then when we get offered up the opportunity <laughs> to buy a puffy coat, I don't want to buy one I now. I want to buy one. It, now. Was a, it was a pity offer. Yeah, it was 100% I'm out on the pity, pity offer. offer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but she was like, oh, man, I... Love that. And she left with three crawlers. Yeah, yeah, that's like, awesome. And she, I think that she would not have left with three crawlers if I hadn't told her that story. Mm-hmm. And our s- entire front of house staff is doing things it's like that. It's
0: a strong that. flex there. I appreciate <laughs> that.
2: I mean, <laughs> I'm being honest. Just, I'm being just, honest. Jess
1: holds a shut out of our beer. Yes, and she does. And Code is a fire beer. It is. It, it is. is. It's, it's, one of those, it's one of the, uh, you know, with the pandemic, we've been packaging a lot of our beers <laughs> just because of... You know, <laughs>
0: because I know exactly where you're going with this, right? And I have a follow up to it that's going to make you laugh.
1: Oh, no. So, we've been packaging, you know, all, not all of our beers, but like almost all of them throughout all of this because it's a way for us to deliver beer to you. Or if you want to stop in, you can get our beer. It helps our sales staff to have options as well. Puffy Coat was one of the first draft only releases that we've been. That we've done in a long time, in a long time, and like now I just get asked constantly if we're going to put it in pack. Oh, okay. (laughs) So what
0: you just said is exactly what I was going to say. I've been asked by three or four people like, "Hey, when's Puffy Coat coming to cans?" Yeah, (laughs) and I'm like, deck on it. Can we just have anything that's draft only? We purposely (laughs) did
1: draft only because we were putting too many beers in the can.
0: But you know what? Hey, I love it. If you look at if you look at what's happening with that beer. Uh, crowler sales on it Are up Because people Absolutely yeah, Because right. it's on cans Right, I, t- I took a crowler And home. I take a crowler Of it home Every few yeah. days
1: yeah. I, t- uh, I always feel like I talk about my dad On this podcast But uh, I, t- <laughs> I mean, John Harold really The number one Harold He's going to be here Tomorrow actually oh, Get he's out such of here. A yeah. guy. How are you waiting Until right now yeah. To tell me that He's like, doing just like a, so I, I'm an idiot I left a bunch of shit Home when I went home For the <laughs> holidays so he's just like, I I told my mom, I was like, hold on to it. Or like, you know, if it's anything really important. Like Is this
0: when you like leave a wallet accidentally at a girl's place? <laughs> so that way she's required to follow <laughs> up with you. No. You left all of your stuff at home. So you made your dad come back to see you. I,
1: I, le- I left <laughs> I left. enough things at home that he felt like he wanted to come down here and take a trip. And let's all be it's honest. It's just an excuse. He, let, let's all 100%. be honest. John Harrod will take any excuse to come down here. And he's always welcome to come down here. He knows he can come down here whenever the hell he wants. We love
2: having that guy oh yeah
1: so yeah he'll be here tomorrow he awesome. can come
0: down here next week and hang out with me when you're not even in town
1: exactly I, uh, he knows that i'm here for that <laughs> but uh, i took a i took a crowler a puffy coat home with me uh for christmas and uh, i was just hanging out with my family that whole week so i was like hey i'll bring some beer home for my dad and i to drink loved it he loves bird watcher though as well so I, okay. I i i always make sure to he likes the lagers as well um uh, so i was trying to bring home like whatever lager we have and then we had bird watcher in cans for a while there I brought those home. He loved it, and uh, he like poured it into these like retro pilsner glasses that he got at a um, at a marine ball in Tanzania or Tanzania, Africa. Like, That's he's pretty like, dope. Yeah, they were sweet glasses. He ended up giving me one. Um and I was like, Dad, have these things ever been drinking out of like why are we drinking out of these things? He's like, They're sweet, and I was like, Yeah, they are kind of sweet. I'm I'm here Were for it. Were you busting
0: his balls about pouring into a dirty glass like you do Zach?
1: No, I did give Zach shit because he posted a picture with a really <laughs> dirty glass.
0: Do you know do you know the last time I was hanging out with Zach, I got a glass out of his cabinet and I poured into it, and he goes, Oh, you can't post a photo of that. It's a dirty glass, and Danny would just rub me the wrong way with that. <laughs>
1: Good. Well, and, like, he felt bad after I was, like, making fun of him. I was like, dude, it's really not a big deal. I was just busting your balls. Like, it's probably, it's probably, quote, unquote, dirty because of soap, And right? this is at your house. Like, right, yeah. Like, yeah. your dishwasher. It's or
2: your glass. You. So, yeah. you,
0: you. I was a part of the thread, though. It was with a bunch of our friends, and the photo, I mean, homeboy poured it into a dirty glass. It was yeah. really obvious. But Danny, yeah. the way, uh, for, by the way, the only person who knew what Danny was talking about was me. Yep. But Danny made a comment, goes... Yikes. You ever clean your glasses, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and like four people put like the question mark emoji after it. Were like, What are you talking like, about? How do you know this is dirty?
2: <laughs> oh, Zach, we have to talk about your training, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy
1: cow. <laughs> well, that was man. good. Yeah. Hey, I'm ruthless. I, I want you know. I'm here for it. <laughs> it
0: was also, I think it was like a Saturday night at like, Nine PM, so I assumed that Danny was (laughs) he had had the alcohols. Right,
1: yeah. Uh, You know, typically that thing isn't worth my time, but I had a couple beers, Zach's my friend, you know. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna let it slide. You can't (laughs) no.
0: If he's your friends don't let friends drink out of dirty glasses. I hold people
1: accountable, okay? You know. (laughs) He signed a fake contract with me to be my friend. He didn't well, actually sign it. But. The
0: best part was the follow up afterwards. Zach was like, I just go off the Peloton and I'm, and I'm worn <laughs> no out way. and I just need a beer. And then one of our uh, our mutual drink friends out comes of the can. Well, One of our mutual <laughs> friends comes over the top and was like, Give him a break, dude. He's a man. He works out on the Peloton and drinks beer out of dirty glasses. <laughs> it was pretty good. Oh, Zach, it was pretty just funny. drink
2: out of the can. Right. Oh man.
0: Um Okay, so so let's get to know Jess Green, uh the beer drinker a little bit. So you love craft beer. I do. Um you uh you you are pretty avid in trading. Um you, here and there. Um okay there. Or, there. listen.
1: I feel like Eric's probably more of the trader, right?
2: Uh so it's really weird. When we started our relationship, um we were both going pretty heavy into the trades. And then I realized how much better his trade game was than mine. Hey. So I kind of per- perks. <laughs> yeah, uh, the truth. Come,
0: that's why you guys are still together. Yeah, you get you get great beer out of the relationship. Does Eric listen to our podcast? Yeah.
1: Okay. It's Good. fantastic. <laughs> <Noted>. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, but so we kind of like consolidate hey, sharing your beer, of Eric. things.
0: Make her, get, make her trade for her own beer. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Please don't tell him that. I'm already not allowed to drink his bourbon. Can you not? Literally, <laughs> can you not?
0: <laughs> that's because you don't respect the bourbon.
2: No, that's not true.
0: <laughs> yeah, he'll come I, home from work. Hey, I know how this works. You and I are good enough friends. He'll come home from work. You'll have an eight ounce snifter full of like... <laughs> of Elmer T. Lee and you're just like shooting it instead of what you should be doing is enjoying said nice <laughs> bourbon. Eric, I got your back on this, dude.
2: When when I went on my diet, he was like, you should just buy a bottle of Four Roses. I was like, I just want to drink a little bit of bourbon here Four and there. Four Roses is great. I love Four Roses. Well, same. It's fine. Yeah, but it's, there's not, nothing. it's not Eric's really nice, expensive cheese. We have a ton of bottles of bourbon in the house and I'm like, I can't just have, like, a two-out – not if you're just going to chug it. <laughs> See, okay. I know you – it's <laughs> not right. like Danny
0: and I don't know exactly <laughs> the situation that Eric's in with this. It's, I walked fair. over with a bottle of Yukon Jack Wicked Hot, <laughs> and I was like, hey, you want to – and you're like, yeah, sure.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah, <laughs> count me in. Je- Jess. I am the yes man. Jess. And,
1: yeah, Jess and I are very similar in this, where she probably has the same philosophy as me that, like – I simply will not turn down and offer it alcohol. No.
0: Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I respect it's that. It's just
2: such a fun, like, socializing mm-hmm. so, thing so that brings what is, people together.
0: So here's where I was going with this. Um, what is your favorite Sonder beer um, on the board right now? Oh, How on about the board that? right now?
2: That's easy. Yeah. Operation Steam.
0: Okay. Oh, that's so good. 100% uh,
2: Operation
0: Steam. Our 100% German ingredient, yep. uh, lager,
2: uh, second behind that on the tap list? I think
0: I know this.
1: Wait, on the tap list or ever? On the, the tap, tap list. list. I think uh, I know
0: her, her favorite that's not on the list right now.
1: Say, say the one that you like second on the, on the tap list currently.
2: It's Giga. Oh, yeah. Giga's
1: really good. Yeah, Giga's... Giga,
2: we only have it available in cans. Wait, can
1: pours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only,
2: I, oh, so if we're talking draft list, what do I you think, think?
0: I think your favorite draft beer that's not on the list right now. That we've ever done is Hunter Sword. Yes,
2: that's what I you was were gonna, gonna say. Yeah. Man, I am such a sucker for a good double. <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe
2: double triple. Do you really like Hunter's
0: Sword or op, or um, Straight Clouds more?
2: Hunter Sword. Yeah, I, I say, like you. clean, delicious IPAs. Yeah. And honestly, like I love hazy's, but I don't know. Like straight clouds I could drink all day long, but my belly's so full. And yeah. like mm. I just it's such a good beer. But Hunter, you Sword, were drinking
0: Hunter Sword for your shifties. I'm yeah. pretty
2: sure that <laughs> I am the reason that we don't have Hunter Sword anymore. <laughs> I would get home, and Eric was like, "What did you do?" I'm like, "I just had a couple Hunter Swords." That was a
1: great beer, by oh, the way. It, it didn't get enough
2: love. Yeah. Oh man, I, Fantastic I'm going to hold. I'm going to stand by that until like literally until well, the you day know I we've die. got
0: another uh, double coming up. I know. You? Do you yeah. know this? I do. Yeah, I do. In okay. February. Team. Oh yeah. Duh.
2: I am, a, a, I am on the team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that one. It's been a minute since we've had a double because...
0: Clouds was the last one, right?
1: Uh, yeah, because... Yeah, I Clouds mean, was really, the last one. Really,
0: really Frosted is, is on the... On the edge. It's flirting I mean, with it. Yeah. It's not quite there. Uh, it's not. But Seven, it's also, 7.2. Uh, yeah.
2: But a, a milkshake IPA also sits differently with people than sending something to a double IPA or. For sure. You know, a double hazy or triple um, milkshake IPAs or.
0: So speaking of milkshake IPAs, we released one recently. Um, you just those, got done with a sniffer yep, of it. For those that haven't had it, uh, Berry Crumble happens to be my favorite. Uh,
1: Man, you're not the only one. Um, I I, I was concerned that we were dealing with a lot of recency bias when people were first talking about, like, Barry Crumble being their favorite. But so many people are saying it that I think it really just is one of the best Frosteds we've ever put out.
0: So, Jess, give me your your top three Frosteds we've ever done.
1: I got to revamp my list probably.
2: Let me... Mine's
0: easy. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. While you guys think about it. Yeah. uh, Barry Crumble's one. Okay. Um, Key lime is two for me.
1: Pina colada's got to be on your list. Uh,
0: and pina colada's three. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, uh, I, I like pina colada, but I'm not like a P, like those flavors don't resonate as much with me.
0: Um, honorable mention number four: mocha
1: latte. Mocha latte really? is fire. Yeah, I, I I preferred birthday cake to our of those two just from the anniversary releases. Man, I,
2: top top three. All right, I got my top three. Go All for right. it. I still need time. Let's do it. Concord. Wow. You and,
0: and Maggie I, Rendler.
2: Man, you I love You guys both. Uh, and Casey. Oh, like really? there's quite a few. Yeah, okay. I I love Concord grapes though. I that's do like too. A I do huge too. Thing. I love so Concord also, grapes. So also I had a Concord grape like grapevine. My mm. grandpa used okay. to grow grapes yep. and so that was something I could go pick off of a vine. That's cool. Pop it in my mouth, like it was so so good fresh. So I think that's part of that flavor profile to me. Um, so, that's definitely a top three. Man, I love that Key Lime. Me too. I could drink it all the time. Also, and it wasn't lime, super heavy to me.
0: I, that So, Key Lime was the least sweet, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but also, like, Key Lime was also one of our... Key Lime and Strawberry were probably two of our least popular from a fan favorite perspective. Yeah. And those two were both low in sweetness. So, what I think the Frosted Fan Club wants is this Berry Crumble, mm-hmm. Absolutely. which has some sweetness. Now, granted, if you were to go back to batch one mango to today, the sweetness is toned way back. It's way yeah. more drinkable, uh, but it is still a sweeter beer, right? That's what that mm. beer is. Yep. Um, and, yeah, for sure. And I think that's what most of that fan club wants.
2: There's one that I'm missing. That- Stay
0: tuned on the Frosted Fan Club, by the way. I think that might
2: be a thing. It should be a thing.
1: Uh, do you need a there's- rundown? I think I remember all of them. Uh, there's... Mango, cherry, blueberry, raspberry, raspberry, uh, Concord grape, key lime, strawberry, uh, orange Julius, strawberry, uh, berry crumble, birthday cake, motel, mocha latte.
2: There's something else I feel like is sitting in there that I'm not thinking did of. Did you say blueberry?
1: I did say mm-hmm. blueberry.
0: Um, I think that's it, right? Pina colada.
1: Did I not say pina colada? I thought nope. you said pina, no. pina colada. Orange Julius.
2: Yeah, you said that. Um, okay, so if that's our lineup, it would be definitely the berry. The berry crumble. It's so good. I think so that,
0: you said, so what did you say? Berry crumble.
2: Concord grape. And then um, uh, key lime. Key lime. Okay.
1: Oh, yep. I, don't, I don't know if I said Key Lime.
2: Pina Colada would be my honorable mention.
1: Pina Colada was very good. And so good. And, it,
0: also, and I had one recently, and it is still drinking also, like fire. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Just nice.
2: lay out all the liquor on the Pina Colada <laughs> and the Key Lime, man. I, yeah, those were fantastic beer cocktails.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, Jess just, <laughs> <laughs> just, telling me that she pours a shot into milkshake <laughs> IPAs is like... The least shocking thing. Chalk that up to the least shocking thing of the podcast so far. Oh, I didn't say peach apricot.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I was close. I think I got 11 of the 12.
2: I I I, did love that one, but definitely not a top top. I said the rest here.
0: Yeah. So, Danny, do you have a top three?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go. Cherry is still my number one. Love cherry. Um, I don't know that you said cherry. He did. I definitely said cherry. because loved okay. it. Yeah,
2: remember when I gave you all those that we were yeah, home?
1: those were hella oxidized though. I know. They were like a year and a half after they were we released old, it. old. They weren't
2: like recently old. They yeah. were like they old, were like, they old, like old.
1: supremely old. Uh, I still had a couple though, and they were tasting pretty good. Um, man, I think I'm. I think I'm probably going to go. <sighs> I hate being a prisoner of the moment. Um, I, I'm going to go cherry. Orange Julius berry crumble, and my honorable mention is birthday cake. Okay,
2: birthday cake was so good. Birthday
1: cake flavored cake is like hands down my favorite. Yeah, like me too. Style like funfetti, confetti, confetti, yes, so stuff. fire.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah. So, um, so we've talked about your favorite saundere beer. Give me a um, give me a beer that's always in your fridge, um, or would always be in your fridge if you weren't uh, a saundere ambassador.
2: Oh, this is going to be tough. Uh Miller High Life. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Always That's okay. What That's is okay.
1: what is with Miller High Life and Cora's Banquet being like the official beer of beer nerds?
2: I It's just such a good drinkable beer. Do like we live
1: it, in like a like a It's just like like, it's like, like like a sound chamber the a hipster? What the hell? <laughs> do we live in like a sound chamber of like craft beer nerds? Cuz I, I cuz I, I feel like a lot of like don't get me wrong, I Miller, I drink the shit out of Miller High Life. I'm a Coors Banquet guy myself, but I also hear a lot of people talk about how they have Coors Banquet in the fridge. Yeah. I, I became a Coors Banquet friend on a rooftop in Colorado, so I like to think that that was my own decision, <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> I used to be a PBR guy.
2: I love PBR.
1: Yeah, I do PBRs downtown pretty
0: often back in the day. PBRs got, go too, got too cool for me. They <laughs> got to. See, I feel like I think.
2: I feel like if I took a picture of you right now yeah. and asked everybody that was listening to this podcast what beer, what domestic beer you drank, they'd say PBR.
1: Yeah, you could have a PBR in your hand right now, and it would fit pretty good. Why? I don't you, got, you got the flannel. Like flannel the flannel
2: slightly matches your hood. Your um,
1: your hoodie, and then like the, 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 the hat, things. the beard. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. We're, we're I'm not
2: shocked that your shoes don't have yellow or blue. in Well,
0: them. it's because it's it's uh, the weather's been a oh, little like okay. subpar, Seriously. and so I have to wear Beater <laughs> shoes right now. Otherwise, my shoes might match. Oh man! To, to be honest with you, but uh, <laughs> I feel like
1: I'm the perfect amount of cool for PBR. Which isn't very cool.
0: (laughs) See, I I think PBR (laughs) is way too cool for me to drink. That's what I'm saying.
1: No. No, not at all. No. It's a great river beer. One of the worst takes of all time is two of my college roommates claim that PBR smells like the way weed tastes.
0: Oh, that's a terrible take.
1: Yeah, it's it's trash. They just don't like it, and they know that I like it, so they kind of try and find ways to rip on me, but they're just simply wrong
0: okay um so so the other piece that i'd be remiss if i didn't talk about here is um during the shutdown so um i'm not i'm not overly worried about um, the uh, music licensing companies listening to this, so i'll just go with it um, during the shutdown we i mean we, we were not open to the public, um, so i guess I'd, I guess we don't aside ha- from carry out we didn't really have to uh, um, much with the licensing there. so We are not... just listening to personal music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, kind of on our phones in the background. Mm-hmm. And um, I let you guys use my Spotify account.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, what did your 2020... So, uh, so like? well, that's where I'm <laughs> the going with this. 2020 Wrapped had
1: to be so good. I mean, it was so miserable like, for I've me. Got,
2: guys, what's that song that you sing with your kids, the tequila song with no, Jason Aldean, was, and then all of our music?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my... <laughs> so, so like, was your, am your point?
2: i am i a 2004 to 2007 punk fan what? <laughs> so,
0: so during the shutdown um <laughs> jess uh took a very very lead role with uh some other team members obviously danny being one of them um after unfortunately we had to you know make some some overhead decisions um and jess worked you know 85 hours a week along with danny and a few other folks Haley, uh obviously being one of them and and, um, you know, we, we ended up adding, we ended up counting up that um, over the 10 weeks we were shut down, that uh, between Jess and Haley, they filled over 3,000 crowlers. That's um, so many crowlers. It's insane in 10 I, I, weeks, I
1: can't even describe to you how many crowlers that is.
0: <laughs> well, during that time, um, it's the, so music, many crawlers. the music that y'all chose to listen to privately, <laughs> by the way, um, because we were shut down. For any music licensing people listening, yeah, yeah, um, was so much punk rock.
2: Oh yeah, uh, like early two thousand.
0: Yeah. Man. Well, here's the thing. all the like, good stuff. Like I'm telling you, I'm telling <laughs> you. So when the end of the year came, when I finally, so I finally got to get my Spotify back, and by the end of the year, when it when it does like your top songs, yeah, like nineteen of the top twenty were like Bowling for Soup, Yep. and
2: Cartel, <laughs> Fallout Boy. There had to be.
0: There had to be. Some, well. And by the way, the number 20 out of 20 was like a Disney Channel song that I listened to with my kids on the way to school. So I'm like, none of my real music is really showing up about what I'm listening to here.
1: Well, so Jess Haley and I were largely the people in the tap room
0: every day. Yes.
1: Because they were the ones pouring the beer and I was the one uh like getting everything organized for deliveries. Oh,
0: I lied. One song showed up in the top twenty that I actually liked. Do you know what it was? Uh
1: yes, it's um, uh it's by Bryce Fine. Yep. Drew Barrymore uh, by yes. Bryce Fine. That yeah. was the only one. Yeah, because I listen to that all yeah. the time too. Um but it was just Jess Haley and I and Haley would like you know, talk about or like come up with an idea every once in a while, but she largely didn't care about the music, so it was largely just Jess and I, whatever the hell we wanted to listen to, was getting put on. <laughs> and thank god, all time low came out with a oh new gosh, album during shutdown, so I listened to the shit out of that. And then, like,
0: I yeah, played a lot yeah of, thank god,
1: there had to have been a lot of like my like poppy stuff on there, too. Oh, I was that's playing, so good, I was playing my oh. jams playlist a lot.
0: Oh, it, it, I mean, there was a lot, it oh, was yeah. great, it There's was great. I'm telling it got
2: you. me through all of that. Yeah, and then when you disappeared and Haley and I were there, we'd listen to like really good bluegrass music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> great because <laughs> Justin loves bluegrass. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I'm aware of all of the things y'all listen to.
2: Yeah. Oh man, so- <laughs> we had a great playlist, guys.
0: Yeah, we sure did. We sure did. We wow. sure did.
2: We should. We, we
1: should, can you send us your 2020 playlist? Actually, oh, we'd probably like it.
2: it. Seriously, <laughs> like, can you share that with me? I have a friend that shares his with me every year. It's and probably it's fantastic. Yeah,
1: mine's
0: fire. <laughs> I can. I, I'm sure I can. I can pull it up here. That's um, the
1: best thing Spotify has ever done. By the way, yeah, 100%. it's pretty cool. because everyone posts it onto their story when. Uh, uh, except
0: for me, I can't post it because it's not representative
1: oh, of yeah. my music. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough look for you, <laughs> but uh, the marketing behind all that is incredible. Oh, it's brilliant! Yeah. It really is. I don't know what algorithm they had to build to, you know, spit out these playlists for each individual Spotify user, but it's incredible. It's the best thing Spotify's ever done because it makes everyone that doesn't have Spotify so wildly jealous that they don't.
0: Yes. yes.
2: Well, like, and I will say, also, for friendships, man, I thought I really, really gained your friendship in Denver when we went out for GABF. But when you started putting play stuff, uh, playlists on during the shutdown, I was like, oh, wow. Cool. Danny and I are best friends, apparently. Here, here this we go. Is awesome. Right.
0: Vampire weekend, there was a lot of Vampire weekend. Vampire yeah. weekend is gas. Uh, I mean, three of the top 20. Um, y- great band. <laughs> four, oh, four, five. Goodness, you guys love Vampire weekend, huh? Yeah.
1: Actually, that's, a, that's an odd one that I wouldn't have predicted, but now that you say it, it makes well, sense.
2: But it pop, they have so many songs that it pops up yeah, into this playlist. For sure. A lot
1: frequently. of violent
0: fems, that's when Haley would have been controlling. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's
2: not me. That's definitely Hayley.
0: Um, I mean, it's all the same. Guys, it's the same band. So it, yeah,
1: it, it, like, it, it got yeah. to the point where like, I, I've been a 2000s pop punk fan my entire life. And I had to stop playing it because I was overplaying it in the tap room. I was like, "Oh, we're overdoing this a little bit."
2: I just want to go to Warp Tour with Danny. Oh,
0: there's newfound glory <laughs> on here, which I would be a part of.
1: Newfound glory. Did you watch their Christmas show? I did not. Oh, I good. saw. It. I we're wanted. All to. Was it good? You're real good. I did tune into an all-time low. Um, they were doing virtual uh, concerts there for a while. I yeah. turned into one of those. It was fun.
0: Yeah. So, um, so we've talked about your music. We've talked about your beer. Um, what is, uh, what's your favorite TV show that you're watching right now?
2: Oh man, Eric is to blame for this. Okay. 100%. So I 100% stay up super late and I could binge a whole season of something in three days. Okay. However, been there when Eric, when I lay down in bed and Eric wants to watch something with me, I start it. And one or two episodes in as he's falling asleep, he's like, hey, you got to turn this off because I'd really like to watch it tomorrow with you. I'm like, cool. <laughs> what the hell am I cool. supposed to do? <laughs> this is really not fun for me. This is supposed to be my thing. <laughs> so I'm glad that I keep picking these really cool shows that you like. But come on, man. I thought that was going to happen with New Girl when you guys were talking about it. And I was like, oh, I'll catch up. This will happen super fast. Watch almost the whole season, the whole first season. He wakes up, wants to watch two episodes with me. He's like, you got to start the season all over again. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> cool, great. This is so much fun. So I'm in the middle of like 17 different things. Um,
1: I can't do that.
2: Yeah, I'm, it's a huge problem for me because I'm not that way, but yeah. I will respect my boyfriend. Um,
1: I recently did New Girl Again. Oh, it, man, it,
2: I'm so jealous. I should just do it. it, it I should never just watch old. it without him and go back and watch it again. I yeah, should. It's so. They're twenty-minute episodes good. too. I, I know. So, New Girl's a fave. Um, we are currently. I did not because I was so busy with life at the time. I never dove into the Survivor series. and oh my it gosh! Is all available on Hulu yeah. currently. It's outrageous and unnecessary in my life. And I am a huge fan.
1: I used to be a big Survivor guy. I fell off a little bit. So
2: I've watched a handful of seasons live, Mm. but never like full like I had to be on my couch during that time watching it. Um and I we're just the (laughs) whole family loves it. It's really stupid. Jess, I don't know where you (laughs) I don't know where
1: you fall on this line of thinking, but you wouldn't be good on Survivor.
2: No, I would not. Eric and I have had these conversations okay. frequently. Cause, cause, I would not
1: because there's those people that watch TV shows I, and they're like, "Oh, I'd be mm-hmm. so good on this." Nope. Yeah, I survival
2: wanna... skills. I'm, I'm in. I just wanted or to get out. Of
1: I wanted to get out ahead of that.
0: Ooh.
2: Survival Ooh. skills, social skills, no. I would call people out this? on their dumbass shit all the oh, time. Oh, yeah,
0: you would not be great at alliances. No,
2: I'd be like, what are you doing? No. Yeah.
0: Speaking of alliances, though, I happen to think I would be fire at Big Brother. You would be good at Big Brother. Oh, see,
2: I've never seen it.
0: I subscribe
1: to that. I w- Justin and I are big Big Brother guys. Yeah, Big really? Brother's that, my favorite reality. Yeah, TV that, that's though. my reality. Should TV.
2: I get into that after Survivor? Give yeah, it a try. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, show. Um, If you like Survivor, it's the same thing, just in, in a house and not on an island. Yeah, the mental games are so and, like, wild, dude.
2: Young, like, is is there like a group? Is there an age difference, or is it like weird MTV shit? No,
1: no, 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 it's it's not. I am just, you it's know not what I'm super. They, so I know what you are talking about with the MV or MTV thing. It's not. It's it's a bit. It's a bit different than that. Okay, and they do have a they do have a wide range of ages, but it's typically that like
0: but there's it's usually- like
1: it's like 22 to like 35 yeah, and there's usually and then, like a
0: couple showmances they have and- like a token right. like they
1: have like a token like 50 year old Absolutely. Like, <laughs> every, every season yep. yeah and there's
0: a couple every year that people become fan favorites of and right. yeah, yeah yeah
1: i feel like i know a couple good seasons cuz i've watched the last 6 and then i've gone back and watched a couple old ones as well but i have a hard time watching like old tv cuz yeah, the quality is so bad <laughs> It, it, it's like, it's the only thing I can think about when I'm watching it, it ruins it for me. That's fair. So I can only go back to like a certain like period of time before the TV's too old for me. Like when it doesn't fit right on your screen, that's like a huge indication for me that I shouldn't be watching it.
2: I was watching, when, the, when we started Survivor, I was like, oh my gosh, when did this, like yeah look at long the time. way they that on, like, people are like 30 or something yeah, no I mean. way beyond that so they yeah do, but they, they did more than one did a year two a, a year, year. Yeah. yeah so, so they we were like 40 or something this year yes
0: we were in high school when
2: it started oh yeah absolutely yeah and <laughs> but still like the clothes that they wear and stuff i'm like oh did i look like that in like <laughs> early 2000s what I, 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 I will, will say
1: uh, give me the amazing race with my dad. I've never watched Same.
0: I've never watched a single episode.
2: Oh man, you're missing out.
0: Amazing race with my dad Same. Weed Crush. Yeah. Yeah Every
2: year that Cincinnati does the one downtown, I'm like, oh, we should just get a team.
1: Maybe specifically like seven years ago, we would have been amazing. Because I would have been in much better shape. <laughs> so Fair like enough. we could we <laughs> could, could have we? like we could have like divided up the challenges have much you ever heard better. Of it? Yeah, I so know the, what it oh, is. Yeah, yeah We yeah. should
2: definitely do it. We, we should just get an a group we
0: quit our jobs and do amazing race. No, 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 we, no. I'm saying Cincinnati
2: does like a, a weekend amazing race. Oh so, yeah, let's see. Do that's
0: it. the only reason I don't apply for Big Brother because I know that I couldn't if, if I went far. He'd yeah, be gone for three months. I couldn't be away from three months. Yeah, for three months.
2: And you think you could do? You think you'd I last? Do. I do. Yeah, oh, I, man, think I. I wouldn't last a day on a game show, no I, matter I, what it was.
1: I'd be trash at Big Brother. The the mental the I just know the mental would wear on me like being like cuz you're cut out from the world. You, they take your phone, right. they take everything. You, you, I would
2: be fine with I mean there's it's steps than being there's in more the to
1: it. There's more to it though cuz like not only do they take away that stuff but like they don't have books in there. They don't have TV shows. They don't have TV.
2: Like so you just have to socially yeah, interact. Yeah. You have like a 24-hour thing with your socializing and then oh, you're yeah. like
1: hey. I need I need like a certain period of time by myself to like reset. And if I overdo it for too long, it, like, it wears on me. And I know that about myself. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do Big Brother. But Amazing Race, sign me up. Yeah. my dad. It's and I, really
2: cool. You would love it. Yeah. The kids would like it.
1: The kids would like it. You learn a lot about, like, countries and, like, the world and whatnot while, you're, cool. while you're out there. Yeah. yeah nice.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into our last segment. <laughs> what are you listening to? What are you listening to?
1: All
0: right, so uh, for those that may be new, uh, not familiar with Sonder Stories, um, this is a segment where uh, we dive in on um, songs that we have on repeat. Um, or, or um, have been listening to a lot lately. Uh, Jess, lucky for you, anytime we have a guest, we let you give us two. So you can give us one that you're listening to now and one that uh, is maybe an all-time fave for you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. While you uh, – we kind of put you on the spot. So while you think through it, Danny and I can go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have one queued up? Or you I want do, yeah. To go? go for it. So uh, <clears throat> guilty
1: pleasure of mine. Oh, boy. I, I'm not ashamed of it in the slightest. Is Avril Lavigne. Oh yeah. Oh, her 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 old school songs are so good, and she was featured on a song recently, like came out like a week ago. It's called Flames by Modson and Avril Lavigne. It's great.
0: You know how I know about this song? Song banks. You posted it on your Instagram. Uh, no, I did not. Levi did though. Oh, shit. oh yeah. somebody posted. Oh, it was okay, so it, was it wasn't Levi. you. That's how
1: I found out about it. Was from Levi. Are you sure you didn't like comment and at somebody or something? No, well, okay, that was so, Levi. Okay, it was Levi. Because okay. I, I was I was texting with him about it. He <laughs> said that one of his friends he like jokes is like knock off Avril Levine. So that's who he tagged in that post. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. I was like, I was joking with him. I was like, Avril Levine came out with a new song and no one told me. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to, I used to go to parties in college and play Skater Boy just to see how the party would react. It was amazing. People, that song has lived through generations and people still well,
2: love it. Well, let me tell you, my 13-year-old loves Avril. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, Bella Bella lo- Bella's best... the oldest
1: 13-year-old I've ever met.
2: Yeah, Agreed. Well, that's a fact. The best thing about Bella is that she loves all of my music. No,
0: the best thing about Bella is that she calls you on your shit.
2: It's true. I mean. <laughs> You're not wrong. Bella- well, not from a parenting perspective, from an outsider's, but yeah. Chase has, like, Bella's already called cool.
1: dibs on, like, having Bella on his production team in eight years.
2: <laughs> She's, like, got the best nose of any new 21-year-old eventually. Yeah. <laughs> it's I was outrageous. Like, I was like,
1: we'll probably have a spot for her. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> um,
0: so, I, I recently uh, was listening to uh, a playlist that Spotify had curated for me, and... Um, it it had a Bishop Briggs song on it, and I've been a huge Bishop Bishop Briggs fan for a long time. But what it did was it just r- like reinvigorated my love for Bishop Briggs. So I've been playing a lot of her lately, uh, and I felt like uh, this would be a good opportunity to plug my favorite Bishop Briggs song, which is called Lion. Okay. Um, and uh, I mean, she's got she's got some singles that uh, a lot of our listeners might know, like Tattooed on My Heart, Champion. Um, wild Horses, um, but but Lion... I don't think Lion ever actually made the radio, so it would be a, a B-side, if you will, but I just love that song. Nice. Um, I don't
1: know if I know that offhand, but... Do you, know, do you know Bishop
0: Briggs? I do, yeah. yeah. I'm a huge fan. Nice. I'm a huge fan of her music. All right, Jess, you're
2: up. All right, so the last time that I was on, I talked about Bluegrass. I already talked about my Bluegrass play, playlist earlier. Um, I would say... Constantly on my playlist right now in my car is Staple Gunned by The Spill Canvas. Okay. I love The Spill Canvas, everything they do. Um, and then overall, one of big favorites of mine, <laughs> and it's just such a, like, for all of my life, for all my seasons, one of those things that just keeps coming back to your life and that I probably will never outgrow is Take This to Your Grave. Nice. Fall Out
0: Boy. Nice. Oh, okay. I love like Fall Out the, Boy.
2: literally, that whole entire album brings me to everything that exists all the time my moods, my everything.
1: Yeah. Fall Out Boy really had like a seven, eight year tear there where they released like three albums that were so good.
2: It's so funny because the first time that I saw that band was like
1: 2002.
2: Mm hmm. And then again at Bogart's and I was like front row at Bogart's and they were opening for some, I think they opened for Mest. Uh. And I was oh, like, come on. what is, is happening is the you? W- Mest is the one, uh, the one
0: link oh. that we have. I love <laughs> Mest.
2: Yes. They opened for yeah, Mest, like, and I was sitting there, and I was like, what is happening? That's I so
0: funny, too, because like, I'm kind of meh
1: about Mest. Like. I know you are, <laughs> like, but I am not. Like, I
0: like their music. I know that I liked Mest more than I should have when they were in their heyday. Now I definitely know I like Mest more than I should have. <laughs> Like Mest in Newfound Glory" are my only oh, like, yeah. links to your music channel. Newfound Glory
1: that's is great. Fair. Yeah, Newfound Glory gets too much hate. I think. I think a lot of people in that community think that they're like very whiny. But I think that's like oh, a, a large part of the genre. That
0: whole genre. Yeah.
1: yeah, the whole
2: genre was. And honestly, if you listen to him as he's aged, it's just his voice. Oh yeah, yeah. like it's genuinely just his voice. All downhill from here is one of my oh, favorite songs my of all time. Come on, best yeah. memories. Front Sticks row. and Stones
0: was my favorite New Fun Glory album. The loved, but all Downhill from Here was, was good. Do yeah. you have a favorite concert you've ever been to?
2: That's tough. Oh,
1: wow. I, I saw Yellow Card live, and they played a two-and-a-half-hour set. It
0: that's was, your favorite band, though, right?
1: Yeah, it was an out-of-body. I've seen Yellow Card like four or five times, but specifically after they released uh, the Southern Air album. Uh, I don't know if that's the name of the album, but that's my favorite song from that album, and probably my favorite song of all time. Um, but after they released that album, they played a two and a half hour set where they played that whole album. They played Ocean Avenue, and then they played they had two albums in between there. They, they were on for two and a half hours. They played like thirty songs. It was incredible. I, I, I the after every song, I was like, oh, this has got to be it. And then they kept playing. That's
2: so cool. Yeah. Uh Favorite concert for me is really, really, really hard. I've been to a ton of music festivals. Like that's, almost, I was say, all, I say that's my your,
1: life. your thing. Yeah. All
2: my life, music festivals are my jam. Uh, I've been. Going since I was... Literally. L- absolutely. <laughs> Literally since I was able to drive my own car. Um, I've gone with, you know, a friend. I've driven, without my parents knowing, all the way up to Columbus for things. Um, I've had groups of friends that we drove anywhere within a four-hour radius to music festivals and concerts. Um, man,
0: you don't have to I- pick one.
2: So maybe... Top experiences: Music festival that Eric and I just took the kids to was forty eight forty eight. It was, yeah, was a jam band you festival. You talk about that one a lot. Shoot, that was a good one. Um, lots where, of, where was that again? So snowshoe. Okay. Um, so that was a really really cool one. Um, also the last time that Warp Tour was here when Ooh. Yellow Card played their like finale show. Yeah. Um the kids were with me. Oh, Eric nice. and I took the kids to Warp Tour. So That's that was wild. super cool. Like <laughs> yeah. man, we had a great time with the kids at Warp Tour.
1: I mean, I've been um, punched at the face at Warp Tour. Yeah. I've been dropped by yeah. a security I guard. Like,
2: the, I took Bella into the wash pit, yeah. pit. She was like, "Let's go." Yeah. It was like cool. Uh Great country concerts um, that Bella and I have gone to together. Country Um, concerts
1: are so much fun.
2: They are so much fun. Garth Brooks is the best concert I've ever been to. I believe that. But I also love, like, not arena. Shows yeah. so I like yeah I feel that so that really for me I've also seen like the spill canvas I saw a lot of teeny tiny little scullies in mm-hmm. you know Columbus yeah I much um, prefer
1: like the Bogarts feel and like the the Cleveland version of that is the House of Blues the I've House seen, of Blues is fantastic I've seen so many shows at the Cleveland we House took the of kids Blues. and saw
2: um Anne Berlin yeah and a couple other like and so there's a lot of things like I love seeing concerts with my kids mm-hmm. um, because. Eric is still like, Hey, we can get down in the middle and the front and like protect the kids and do all this fun stuff. And then, you know, there's times where we sit in the back and I right. don't know, live, live music in general. Uh, I don't I know. Miss I mean, I've it. seen I Willie Nelson so yeah. with my, I, so a cool story is I saw Willie Nelson with my mom and my kids and Eric, um, a couple years ago when they came for the outlaw concert. Um, The very first concert that I ever attended was the Willie Nelson concert with my mom and my dad.
0: Mm, That's cool.
2: I was only weeks old. With That's my fun. mom yeah. at a Willie Nelson concert, and Willie Nelson took me up on stage. They were in the huh. front couple rows. They were. He was like, oh, there's an infant, infant. And that was your first contact. Mark. And that was probably, <laughs> probably says a lot about me. That's why I like to party. Thanks, Mom. Um, took me up on stage to the point that she was, like, concerned that he wouldn't be able to find her in the crowd and give me back. Um, and then to have that experience years and years and years later, um, we had a super unique experience at that concert um, that we got to share with my kids, and that was really cool. That's so, awesome. I don't know. There's a lot. Live yeah. music is awesome, man. I, I think I, I, I like missed I, I miss the crap out of live music. Man, live music I took, I took is it, so it for cool. granted.
1: That's something I took for granted for sure. There were I, there were so many opportunities prior to the shutdown of like, hey, you want to go to this concert? It's like, no, I have something else going on, or you know, a band. Never say yes. A, a never ba- say
2: yes to a Wednesday or a Sunday show, man. Uh, I was about to say like, never say yes. No, never say no. Yeah, never say no. That makes more sense. I knew Sorry. what you were going for though. I left um, that out.
1: There are also like so many times where um, you know a band that I like is playing in like Louisville or Indy or Columbus, and it's like oh, I don't feel like making the drive. I would drive twelve hours right now to like, see a band I like live.
0: I, I miss live music much more than I miss live sports.
1: Same. I can't. I can't say that. I feel the same way. But I'm with you. I'd, I'd murder someone to go to a Xavier basketball game right now.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, the only basketball thing
2: basketball games are different. I think the only like thing baseball. about live sports
0: that I'm, I'm I'm I miss or I'm bummed about is not being able to watch my brother play. But but yeah. but that notwithstanding, just in general, I miss live music. Yeah, um, more than yeah. I think it's because I can get that experience of still watching sports on television. Yeah, it's not the same watching a concert on it's television. Not. I feel we yeah. we have
2: paid a ton of money this year to support live music.
1: Yeah, I've done the same actually,
2: and it's just not the same as being sweaty and to have a $9 craft beer in your hand and to be (laughs) able to like high five somebody when your favorite song comes on. Like my age showed one time when we were at riot fest and this girl next to me was singing all the dashboard songs and she was like oh my gosh you must be the coolest mom ever and I was like cool how old are you this is fun this is so fun for me but like I miss that so much
1: over the summer we talked about that too it's like I so badly want to go to great I'm not even a Reds fan but I just want to pay $12 for a beer at Great yeah. American yeah. so bad. give me all the <laughs> overpriced beer yeah. Yeah. and the
2: good company and the laughs and hey you know what you don't have to pay for over- overpriced beer here. Yeah.
1: I, I, I feel good about saying that we are closer to that stuff than we are farther away from it being gone. Definitely. Yeah. I, I would w- which is that. a good feeling. It, it will we'll be back to that eventually. And I did see, it was like a foreign country, um, posted about like a, a festival that they, I think it was in Australia, they posted about that they... Uh, I like had a music festival and it looked like a music festival from a year and a half ago. They haven't had a positive COVID test in their country in, you know, six months. So They're able to do that stuff. I was a little worried there for a while that we would never get back to that, yeah. which was probably doomed. Well, did you see that? Did you but, see
0: the, the a celebration in Tuscaloosa, Alabama last night? Ugh, I don't want to talk about it. Jeepers creep. Uh, Jess, thanks for coming on.
2: Hey, I have avoided this. Successfully for almost. Two I, years. I was about, I was about
1: to say, you know, we're we're an hour and ten minutes into this podcast, and you didn't seem nervous
0: at all.
2: I didn't do any of the weird things that I normally do. Hey, hey, yeah, it's great. because
0: we kicked off with Taco Bell talk. It's true. <laughs> Which, by the way, I kind of want to get Taco Bell on you the got, way
1: home. You got re, to really play to someone's strengths, and talking about Taco Bell was up there for sure. Right. So. Thanks, guys.
2: <laughs> Thanks for knowing me.
1: Can you guys send me receipts (laughs) on your way home on on how much Taco Bell you spend?
2: Hey, can we talk about Taco Bell again real quick? Yeah, sure. What's up? Start and end.
0: Book, book, (laughs) book ending Taco Bell. There are items
2: that are not on the menu. You can still order a chili cheese burrito. I know that. Which is amazing. And places that don't have the quesadilla anymore, the woman at the Taco Bell nearby She literally told me how to order it. She's like, oh, um, you should just order XYZ and do it this way. It's basically the beefy five-layer minus add-on. And I was like, mind blown. Some Do you know there are
0: still places that have quesadilla? Well,
2: yeah. But Eric went to the Red Bank one the other day and ordered it that way. And the guy was like, oh. Pulling a fast one on me, aren't you? And he's like, uh somebody from Taco Bell told me how to order that. And he was like, Oh, well, cool. We don't have quesadillas anymore, but you ordered it. So a beefy <laughs> five
0: layer add steak.
2: Minus the beans, add the rice, and something else.
1: Yeah, I feel like this shouldn't be new news. There's like eight ingredients at Taco Bell, so you just ask. No.
0: No. You're so wrong about this, Danny. You're so wrong.
2: Some things you are. Like the cheese the chili cheese burrito is not on the menu. Some places. Some
0: places actually still have that also. Not here. Field Zertle, I believe, does.
2: No, you just order it.
0: Are we having a Taco Bell off? <laughs> we are. We, just we have to check back when we get off here. I actually might swing by and take a photo of the menu. <laughs> I, I kind of need to know now. Do you guys I, want tacos? I, I, I kind of <laughs> want Taco Bell now, too. I know. I might be wrong, but Who's I getting
2: might not tacos to tonight.
0: I have to give it to her in like an hour, but I still might go.
2: <laughs> you have an hour. Taco Bell is like 15 minutes. Oh, I know.
0: Uh, does everyone have stuff in their glass? Yeah, we should I probably do.
1: cheers.
2: <laughs> Let's get out of here
1: cheers guys Jess that was fun thank you for hopping on thanks thanks for being a
2: part of this thanks for letting me avoid it for so long
0: wait no we're not happy you avoided it come back on again I'll
2: be back this wasn't weird at all (laughs) cheers guys
0: (laughs) literally we weren't weird
1: I I say that often it's like can you not be weird we weren't weird we made it through the whole podcast
0: we didn't get weird to the last 14 seconds well you guys kept talking about Taco Bell